Hello, welcome back to Surrender on the Trail, Chapter 11. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 9. June 2nd, 2016, 8.15 a.m. Birds are loud in the wild, new friend Sunshine Rat said yesterday, a fact that remains true this morning. The smell of fresh air whispers through the tent vents. My limbs feel nearly paralyzed, but my bladder screams for attention. I begin the physical journey to get on my knees, unzip the tent, gingerly attempt to stand, stumble, stumble again, then steady my stance. Ouch, everything hurts. I trust my body to rebound and take steps toward the bathroom. The grass is soft and damp against my toes along the edge of my flip-flops. After splashing my face with water, I return to open the big brown bear box. The metal is cold to touch. I find the s'more remains and sit down to eat a graham cracker before dismantling my travel home. Sunflo Joe crawls out of her tent. We practice telepathy for a few minutes. She wonders about my status, my plan. I nod, hello. A simple good morning acknowledgement is all I have figured out so far. I am thinking over the situation. I appreciate the silence, though it feels like we have a conversation. I am not a morning talker in the city or in the woods. Sunflow Joe walks to get coffee for her and Sunshine from the Big Meadow Camp store. Upon return, she sets coffee cups with lids over the embers still warm from the last night. Sunshine will be happy to find coffee when she wakes up. Sunflow Joe murmurs in my direction, how you doing? Moment of truth. Slowly, I dare to say, I think I can do it. Really? Her face is sincere. I am thrilled. That is great news. Benadryl is a pal. Semi-solid sleep made a difference. Thank you. Sunflow Joe does not skip a beat. She shares her morning research. I learned at the camp store that they don't have places to store things or lockers, but we can rent campsite number two and leave stuff in the bear box. I bet that will be helpful to all of us. Now that we know what we really need, we can leave the rest behind. Wonderful, I say. But there is a catch. We have to put up a tent so the site appears occupied. She continues, do you think you and I could put up your tent at site number two and then sleep together in my tent tonight? Sunflow Joe's tent is the same size as mine, built for a party of one. I think about what a tight fit that will be for two people and how smelly we will be after another full day of hiking. Then I think of not hiking with the weight of a tent. 
Yes, I think we can do it. We can do anything for one night, right? I'm going to start unloading items into campsite number two's bear box now, I say. And we'll switch shoes too, Sunflow Joe states. I will not argue. My toe pain was out of control yesterday. I do not think I can do that again. Wide-toed hiking boots, I'm in. We get busy unpacking, repacking, and setting up campsite number two. We leave behind every ounce of weight that we can. I debate leaving my emergency urinal, but decide to keep it in my bag. It is light compared to the other items I toss. I take one change of underwear, one pair of shorts, and one pair of socks, just in case I rip or mess up my current Boy Scout clothes beyond the ability to wear them. I leave all but one bag of food. I can barely eat when exhausted anyway. The girls awaken. We compare items and select any duplicates that can stay behind. Stalker C says to me, you're going? Yes. Good. And then, thank God for Benadryl. Sleep helped her too. I agree. Sunshine Rat emerges wearing an emergency foil blanket wrapped around her. The foil is remarkably lightweight and only costs $1.59 at REI. I have one too, but it is on my leave behind list. Sunshine Rat smiles when she finds her coffee. I am thankful to drop 10 to 15 pounds of stuff and hope I do not miss or regret leaving anything here. A deer munches on grass next to campsite number nine in time to say good morning to Soccer C. Later, a different deer eats near the bathroom. I suspect Rosemary and her representatives are expressing their solidarity with us and our adjusted travel plans. Sunshine Rat tries to get close to the deer for pictures. I scan nature's beauty across the horizon. The green is so alive in Shenandoah. Surely I can come alive too. Campsite number two's ghost tent is set up. The bear box is half full. Mid-morning. It is time to get back on the trail. This is another no turning back type moment. I try to visualize sleeping next to random trees tonight. By nightfall, we should be somewhere between Fort Mountain and Cat Knob along Laurel Prong, which is the trail after we visit historic Rapidan Camp. I hope we can find the fire ring. As a child and then as an adult with kids, I took tours of caves like Mammoth Cave in southwest Kentucky. During the excursion, park rangers turned off the lights and told us to look at our hand. It was so dark that you could not see your hand at all. That is the type of dark I anticipate tonight, minus a park ranger being available to flip back on the Earth's light switch. I am not sure our headlamps will cut through the heavy darkness that will surround us. And if the many lights do work, I am not sure I want to see the animal eyes that might watch us. Sunflow Joe's boots are laced around my ankles. 
I wear the red backpack and adjust the straps, remembering both YouTube videos and instructions from Dick. We are not afraid to pull our straps, we say in honor of Dick's lessons. Don't be afraid, Stalker C says with her mouth in the shape of an O that reminds me of a Shirley Temple facial expression. Everyone's backpacks are in position now. Sunshine nods. Yep, just pull those straps. Don't be afraid. Are we really doing this? Surveying the body language of the group, I think everyone is a little nervous about tonight. Because bears. Stalker C reaches back to ring her bear bell. Her eyes widen when I look her way. Sunflow Joe consults her map one more time. She zips all but flat Kevin's head in a pocket so he can see the journey from her backpack. We pass 30 other campsites and cross the blacktop heading toward Big Meadow Amphitheater. We look for our first route of the day, Lewis Falls Trail. We find the sign and enter the woods. Ten steps onto the path, day hikers pass us immediately. Something catches my eye. Was that a gun? Two guns? Sure enough, one couple is packing heat in their matching holsters and carrying small water bottles. They are out of sight quickly. I am glad. The trail has lots of jumbled rocks underfoot. My feet manage much better today, and Sunflow Joe seems to sail along in my magic boots. I say silent prayers of gratitude. Sunshine Rat says, let's play a game. We agree. It's the centipede game because we see so many of them along the trail. Sunshine continues. Every centipede is one point. A dead centipede is half a point. A deer is 50 points. Bears are 100 points. Sunshine says, despite Stalker sees no head shake in protest, we decide a snake is negative 50 points. Chipmunks are five points. The consensus is that every time we reach 52 points, then that equals one beer in the tap room at the end of the trip. I am not a beer drinker, but goals are probably a good idea. I hang at the back of the line. Sunflow Joe and Sunshine Rat lead Stalker C is just ahead of me. Every few minutes, the front of the line yells back, one point, one point, half a point, and so forth. Over rocks, along a mountain ridge, down, down. Don't twist that ankle, whew. Caught my balance. Thanks for helping me, trekking poles. More rocks and more straight down, yet I still feel we are at a high elevation in the forest. I keep an eye out for the waterfall this leg is named after. Hands fly up and a jubilation cry occurs when we hear 52 points from the front of the line. Like an accordion, we fan out and then shrink closer to one another as the front of the line either rests or slows down to allow me to catch up. I overhear new topics of conversation. What do you think the pattern is, Sunflow? Sunshine Rat asks. Could be distance in between. 
Sunshine, I don't think so. The spacing between marks vary. I eventually realized they were talking about the blaze trail marks on the trees. I have been wondering about those too. The blaze is a vertical rectangle painted on occasional trees that come in various colors to assure that you are on the correct trail. The white blaze is the Appalachian Trail. We have seen yellow or blue rectangles on some of our other connecting trails. Steep rocks, Stalker C warns me of what is coming up. Have they not been steep already? I grip my poles tightly. I think we're almost there, Sunflow Joe calls out to encourage me. We have been almost there about four times so far. Down, 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 up and over big rocks that I belly crawl over, repeat. And then we arrive at Lewis Springs Falls. I expected us to be at the bottom of a waterfall, right where the water pours into a creek or river. But we face the middle of the rushing falls. If a waterfall wore a belt, we could touch it. Above us, we see where the water tumbles over a large rock to begin the falls. Below us, I cannot see how far the water descends. I am careful not to step too close to the edge that is comprised of wet rocks, but Sunflow Joe inches closer. That's it for this week. Thank you for being here. Thanks for clicking. Thanks for listening. Thanks for reading. I hope you are starting to enjoy summer. It's getting a little warm around where we live and it's kind of nice. Um, if you could connect with me, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's Glenna S. Edwards. Of course, the website is Glenna S. Edwards. And if you're starting from the beginning, or you need to start over, you can go to the Surrender on the Trail page, which has all the chapters on it. And that is on the Glenna S. Edwards website. So have a great week. I do want to say, um, it, it was fun last week to say this uh, chapter was dedicated to someone. So I want to dedicate this chapter to someone as well. Drum roll. This week, I want to dedicate um, this chapter to Deb. Deb listens. She's seen this manuscript way before um, its latest edit. And she's such an encouragement to me. And she gets the creative process and... Um, I just really appreciate her. She's boosted things, liked things on Facebook and Twitter and retweeted things, stuff like that. And I really appreciate it. So I have other people in mind along the way. And the way this is going, we still have plenty of chapters to go. There is so much that happens. And I can't wait to see what you think of what's about to happen when these ladies, which happens to include me, um, go camp tonight. 
anyway, we're leading up to that. Okay, not to be confusing, but um, you can tell that this is the part of the trail that they were most concerned about. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting the way God provides in our lives sometimes. Uh, so you'll just have to see what happens. It gets a little scary and then um, just hang on and see what God does. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening.